you are listening to The Creators Conflict, where we will be interviewing creative people about the struggles they face as creators, how they overcome their setbacks, and what they've learned so far along the way. Okay, just like talking to your thing. One, two, three. Perfect. We have sound. <laughs> you can hear me, right? Yes. Okay, excellent. <sighs> All right, ready? Perfect. Okay, friends that are listening, I am still in the basement of the Mandalay. <laughs> but now I have Anya Auntie, which is really exciting. Um, so, yeah, here we go. Hi. Hi. How thank are you? Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm good. It's so much fun. Yeah, and thank you so today. much for like coming and chatting with me. I'm really excited to sure. have you on. Yeah. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you do, um, and where you are, where are you based? Like that kind of stuff. I'm based in New York City. Originally, I'm from Ukraine, but for the last five years, I've been living in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a finite conceptual photographer. I do mostly on location, realistic, uh, conceptual female portraiture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do a lot of. Um, like self-portrait stuff as well as models? Um, yes, yes. In the recent several years, I've started to do self-portraits. Yep. Mm-hmm. What do you like better? Hmm. Um, so that's an interesting thing because before I moved to the United States, I've never done uh, any self-portraits. I couldn't picture myself being in front of the camera in terms of like... So, so self-portraiture is a process of being in front of the camera at and behind the camera at the same time because yeah. you're in, in control of the process even though you're the subject of the picture. So I thought that I wanted more control being behind the camera. I could not imagine myself being, you know, both ways. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought like, mm, I don't think I can do self-portraits because I want to be able, you know, to see the frame, to be able to um, control the composition and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um but after I moved to the United States, um, it became a little bit trickier for me because, you know, I'm, you know, moving to another country across yeah. the ocean. I didn't have any friends. Uh, I had problems and, like, I, w- I was overwhelmed by cultural and, like, language barriers. Totally. So it was really hard for me to... It's still hard for me because I'm that type of a person. I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, socially awkward. So, <laughs> But you can imagine that being an immigrant in a new country was even more like harder for me to reach out and to connect and socialize with people. So I thought that for me it would be much easier and less stressful just to shoot myself yeah. in my apartment or whatever, I'll just ask my husband to help me or whoever. Um, and also right, right now when we travel, uh, it's just me and him. Usually it's just a vacation, a couple yeah. of weeks uh, away from the city. So it's not like I'm going on a project with a budget and I, I can't take model or right. stylist or whatever. So it's, it's just me and him. Yeah, yeah. So this is how I become a subject on my photographs. And now I kind of like got into it. I really love it. And yeah. I feel, um, I feel like because before all my images were kind of like interpretation of like my fantasies and dreams and uh, yeah. imagination. So I always thought, uh, I always uh looked at my subject as alter egos of myself. Mm -hmm. All all of my models and girls were kind of like alter egos of myself. So now, being the subject myself on my photographs becomes even more like personal because my art is personal. I create it for myself. I don't create it for a client, let's say. 
So now it's even more personal because I can be a part of my fantasies yeah. self. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I like both ways. Yeah. Because still having a model gives me more control of the image, but being a subject of my photographs. I don't know, just just nice yeah. feeling. <laughs> yeah, and it, I guess it kind of helps, um, like, if you are trying to express something that you are feeling, it's exactly. easier for you to do it exactly. than try to tell someone right. else. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you ever work with uh, clients to do their portraits, like, where they hire you to do kind of... Um, I do, not really often, yeah. but yes, sure. A little bit, once in a while? Yeah, once in a while, yeah. 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 So you are mostly like based in like the fine art world. Yes. Yeah. You're not really doing any like commercial stuff. You're not just really. So um, when you're shooting your shots, are they literally just, do you have in like your mind that maybe one day you want to do a gallery show or are you going to be maybe like licensing your photos? Absolutely. Or, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've, licensed, I've licensed my photographs before and this is, I would, I would love to do more, but right now like, I don't really have. Uh, enough time to mm-hmm. do like research and reach out to maybe like potential clients but definitely and yes the gallery uh gallery industry is definitely something that i want to explore mm-hmm. more and like get get into that world because it's it's not as easy as it seems like the whole process behind it but this is definitely that i'm thinking about for the last couple of years yeah like, trying to get into gallery stuff yeah because I mean you have so much work that you've produced over the last couple of years like you could you could make a gallery show like instantly like you could just you know what I mean like I'm sure you have enough to yeah I definitely have enough material it's yeah. just not that simple because it's not enough to just produce beautiful work right it's all about the connections and yeah. finding a gallery and finding like curators and people who would like right. represent you so it's not that yeah. simple yeah okay that makes sense. So then going back then, how did you get started in photography? Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was something like 10 years ago. So um, I think I picked up the camera for the first time with, in 2009. Mm-hmm. But for first year, I was not really shooting anything because, you know, I was trying to find myself and like figure out if I even like it. So I tried different genres like everybody else. I, you know, yeah. went through a standard process of shooting like landscapes, yeah. my cat, <laughs> I don't know, like flowers. Yeah. So pretty standard. And then um, I met this girl who was into modeling. She was just an amateur model. Mm-hmm. And she um, suggested to do a photo shoot together. Um, and I said yes, because, I mean, why not? And I, I really liked it. So that's how I got into portraiture. Mm-hmm. And then from there, just like like we were talking about, kind of devolved into like yes, not yes. So I started to do portraits on a regu- regular ba- basis. Uh, I did some pretty cliche photo shoots, like <laughs> on rail- railroads. So I think we've all done that at some yes, point. Yes. <laughs> P.S. Don't do that. Right. Right. Don't 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 do that. Um, I mean, you can try. Um, it's th- there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But just don't do the same mistake. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's how um, I started. And then at some point, um, I mean, kind of to be honest, we all want recognition. And I also wanted some, you know, feedback from the crowd, some recognition on my work. Uh, and I remember it was, it was not getting a lot of attention online. Like I was posting like on fo- forums and uh, photo, certain like um, photo websites, whatever you like post your images. Yeah, yeah. Were. It was not really getting a lot of attention. So I was like... 
hmm, I think it's time to change my approach. Right. So I started thinking, like, what can I do to make my work stand out? Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I did this photo shoot, and six months, months later, I uh, went back to this photo shoot and thought, like, hmm, maybe I can do something different about it. You know, maybe in my editing process, something different, because uh, I cannot go and reshoot. I mean, I could, but I had all these image of all these raw images that I could play with. And I remember, like, I was already playing with Photoshop, like, trying different things, maybe, like, color and some, like, effects, like, I don't know, like, color overlays. So I was playing around, do some retouching, but I didn't really do any compositing. Okay. So it was basically just retouching, playing with color, maybe some, you know, removing some unnecessary things from the frame, and that was it. Mm -hmm. So I thought, like, hmm, what if... I can take a picture and think about it outside of the box. What if I can take a picture and create a picture not with what I just got in frame, mm-hmm. but what, it, what it, if I can expand my frame and what if I can use multiple frames that I got that day and composite into something new yeah. and nobody could tell it really because, I mean... If you don't see, if you don't show the before image, it's really sometimes it's really hard to tell what was shot in camera and was not. Totally, yeah. So, reality does not exist, especially in photography. Like mm-hmm. there's no th- such thing as reality. So, what if I cre- can create my own reality by compositing and adding some special effects and some and, you know additional anim- elements on my mm-hmm. work? And I remember. I took this image, I took this portrait, and I expanded the frame, and I added like a few different elements, and I created like completely new background, and that was it. I, I posted it online, and it, and it, and it blew, blew, you know? Mm-hmm. It got so much feedback, people loved it, and I was like, this is it. Yeah. This is my style, like, I, I guess this is my style, this is my thing now. Yeah, yeah. And there was like, this photograph was, very pivotal in my career to find my style mm-hmm. that I pretty much do till, till this day. Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. And it's kind of nice that it happened. So kind of like organically too, like you didn't have to like fail at a bunch of stuff. It just kind of like you tried something and it worked and then you're like, Oh, this is, this is, this is, yeah, what, this is what I love. This yeah. I mean, my, my reaction was not just because people loved it mm-hmm. and okay, this is now, this is something that I'm going to do now because people love it because I loved it first of all. And I was very proud of it. Yeah. And it, I mean, you know, people loved it, and I mean, yeah, it just it just worked out. Yeah, yeah. it worked out, and I, I was like, okay, yeah. I guess this is this is it. Yeah, and you've been like really true to that too. Like, you kind of still do the same. Um, like, you do a lot of um, compositing and a lot of like Photoshop retouching, but you also do like photograph a lot of your stuff too. Yeah, which exactly. Is really cool. yeah, yeah, like some people. Like I remember yesterday, I was talking to this uh, person who's a um, Photoshop artist. He's like a compositor. Um, and we were talking, he was like, well, you know, the, we were talking about um, Adobe Max conference. And he was like, yeah, we, we, we met all these creatives, like, you know, from Instagram, all these Photoshop artists. And he, like, named a few people. Um, and I was like, yeah, but I'm a, little, I'm a little bit different than those people because those people are digital artists because they do composites, like, from scratch. You know, right. they, they use a lot of stock images and... Uh, they composite like from thousands of photographs. Yeah. And I was like, well, my my approach is a little bit different because I still consider myself as a photographer because 
I take pictures and I do as much as possible on set. Mm -hmm. I photograph everything on set. Yeah. I mean, as much as possible on set. So I use a lot of props. I use a lot of costumes and yeah. things. And so I try to do as much as possible, you know, right there. With yeah. The same setup. So do you hardly ever then would go onto like a stock website and like find Sometimes pictures? Sometimes I do. Because, you know. It's hard to like find uh, what you need or. Yeah. And not, not necessarily because at this point I feel like. I'm skilled enough to Photoshop things, yeah. but I still believe that the most, like the best result, the most believable result in compositing would be still by using real stuff on set, like real props yeah. and everything. Yeah. Like set design, real set design. Yeah, that's really cool. So um, when you were younger, did you do a lot of art and like drawing and stuff then? Or did you, was this the first time that you had kind of gotten into art was doing photography? No, I've been always a creative child. Like yeah. I've been good in like paintings and crafts. I, re I never I never went to an art school before. Mm -hmm. I think it's, um, I still regret it. I think it was a mistake. Not really? Like not getting... Um, some kind of education at least in art art theory or something like yeah. that because sometimes I feel like when I composite I feel like I'm lacking that mm. knowledge like for example I remember I was doing this composite earlier um, you can actually see it on the trade show it's okay it's uh, that the girl like she's melting okay and she's surrounded by ice and she's yeah, kind of yeah. like melting so I wanted to create a puddle of water like um, uh, next to her feet okay yeah and it was not shot that day, obviously. So I had to like drew it or like composite it from mm -hmm. scratch. And I was really struggling because I could not figure out like how the highlights should be and how the shadows should be and how reflections should be in the water because I have no idea. I don't have art education. I've never learned how to draw or paint. Right, right. So it was really hard for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember, I like I downloaded few stock images and I tried to composite it, but it not didn't look really good. It looked like shit. Yeah. <laughs> And I was really struggling. I could not figure out, like, what's wrong with it. Yeah. I could see that it doesn't look good, but I could not figure out what's wrong with it. And that's when I reached out to a friend of mine who is a painter. He's a, he's a, a digital artist. Like okay. He, he draws. And I asked him, like, can you help me, like, figure out, like, how what's wrong with it and how to do it better? And he redrew it completely. Like, oh, wow. Nice. He helped me, like, he drew, like, a little sketch and, mm -hmm. like, showed me where the highlights should hit and where perfect reflections should be and yeah sometimes i feel like getting art education would be really helpful but yeah. unfortunately i did not yeah i'm uh i did i did get my my art degree and i feel like yes those classes were really useful and i loved the art history classes but i feel like you don't need an art degree to be an artist i feel like of course you don't yeah if you want to take a few classes like a few sketching classes like those are always helpful because it really it really does help you like where the shadows and the lights are exactly exactly art history is fascinating um but i mean like you still could you still can learn yeah. that like yeah. i I've n i don't have a degree in art or mm -hmm. photography nothing like that i'm an engineer yeah 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 <laughs> i have a degree in engineer like completely like out of this industry but um, so yeah, I learned pretty much everything by myself, but still, I feel like that would be helpful to you. Totally. I mean, you still could, there's online classes at like yeah, colleges and yeah. universities all over mm -hmm. the world. So, you know, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll try that. Even like our, our history class could be fun, but <laughs> okay. so engineering. Oh yeah. Don't, don't ask about no? that. No. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you were an engineer in Ukraine then. Yes. Okay. Yes. So why did I you, I mean, I was not an, I've never been an engineer okay. in my life. I just, uh, have a degree. You just have the degree. So yeah. you finished the school, but then started yeah, photography never, and never ever got worked into in it. The field. Cool. Yes. Okay. That's totally fine. So, uh, why did you move to New York from Ukraine? Uh, 
simple. I, I got a green card. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, hell, hell yeah. Why yeah, not? I'm moving well to the United States, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you go back to the Korean often? Not often. Maybe once a year. Yeah. Something like that. See family and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you like living in New York? Um, it's a hard question. Uh, I'm definitely not moving back. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of New York, though. I mean, it has its advantages, definitely, but I just don't enjoy it. I just feel like I'm a different person. It's just not for me. Yeah. Is there a city, like, somewhere that you think you would want to move to? Uh, it's a hard question because before moving to New York, I thought that this is just best city in the world. Oh, my God, New York just a dream living yeah. in New York. But it's very different visiting and yes. then actually living in the city and experience it every single day. And after five years of living in New York, I, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm done. I, yeah. I, I would love to move, but maybe not now. Yeah. So I don't see myself living there for the rest of my life. But it, it's... I don't know because I've been to places, but I don't know what it's like to live there. For example, I love Iceland. Mm -hmm. I think it's incredible. It's my happy place on earth. I've been there four times and I'm ready to go back there over and over and again. But at the same, at some point, we even thought about, hmm, maybe we we should move there and Mm -hmm. see how it goes. But we decided not to because, I mean, we are grown up people and we thought that, first of all, okay, we're moving to Iceland, then then what? Like, what do you do there? Like, how do you get documents, first of all? Totally. And what do you do for work? Like, I mean... Exactly. What what do you do for a living? You can photograph tourists, probably, but in my field, in, like, fine art, there's no industry There's, like, what do you do? You travel back and forth all the time. Yeah. And then the winters are pretty harsh. People say that because they have, like, um, Arctic winters Mm -hmm, and Arctic mm -hmm. summers there. So that's probably very hard to be there during the winter. And then everyday life is not the same as go there for a week or two and just totally. driving and having fun and experiencing the country. It's completely different, yeah. you know, everyday stuff. And then probably after living there, it's going to happen the same as with New York. I'm, af- I, I, I'm afraid that it might happen the same with New York, that at some point after living there for couple of years maybe i will get tired of it yeah and or like I, hate I, parts I, of it exactly or, like stop yeah, loving it i don't want yeah. that to happen so i would rather visit there every now and then rather than mm-hmm. ruin the, the experience of iceland for me so i don't know yeah so i don't know where i would like to move it is like a hard question i i live in vancouver right now and i love vancouver um but i don't think the industry is like super amazing and it's also very expensive, so I, like, debate moving a lot, but I'm like, where the hell would I go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like with New York, even though I don't like it, really, I feel like it's not very, this is not a place for me. Uh, it doesn't really inspire me for my work because my work is so much different. It's more like forest, mm-hmm. enchanted forest and fairy tales yeah. and maybe, like, pretty landscapes. So opposite to New York, <laughs> completely yeah. opposite to New York. But at the same time, it's very convenient because the airport is right there mm-hmm. i can hop on the plane and go somewhere mm-hmm. like i can go home okay i can go traveling and then the industry is there so sometimes it's also convenient just to be there in the city available right here and there in the moment let's yeah. say someone calls me like oh we need a photographer for like tomorrow mm-hmm. and i'm available because i'm there 
So it's, it's complicated. Yeah, no, I totally feel that for sure. So again, speaking again about like your work and what you do, where do you get like your ideas and your inspiration for your photography? Oh, this is actually what I'm going to talk on Thursday. Oh, is it? So yeah, come, come, come listen. Um, inspiration is a very complex process, but to make it simple, it's just art. Mm-hmm. Different kinds of different mediums, different art. I constantly follow my favorite artists, not just photographers. So it can be anything. It can be cinematography, illustrations, paintings, um, any kind of contemporary art. Um, yeah. I love installations very much. Mm. Like They inspire me because I, lo- I use a lot of props. And also the world around me. Yeah. Like when we travel with my husband, we go to this destination. I always do research and I plan our trip and I look online, all all these beautiful places that that country or that region have. Mm -hmm. And um, if I see a cool cool location, I want to shoot something there. So location inspired me. Um, I have a few pieces from Iceland. I have images from like Faroe Islands when we're traveling. I saw this amazing... Uh, location there with little houses and the rooftops are covered with uh, grass yeah, yeah. and that's how I created my piece where I'm standing with a hammer and with a yeah. roll of moss and grass and I'm kind of like um, the person who covers those rooftop, rooftops yeah. so sometimes uh, locations inspire me but mm-hmm. uh, inspiration is something that you need to be constantly looking for mm-hmm. and it's like a muscle you need to exercise totally. all the time and then you will start just noticing things noticing yeah yeah for sure um i think someone said that to me before and i can't remember who it was now but it is like definitely a muscle and oh yeah it's so it's so interesting too because it's like if you stop looking for inspiration then the inspiration also stops finding you exactly because i believe that inspiration that is something that is inside of you Mm -hmm. and if you don't have anything inside of you to begin with then how will it work out yeah because you need to be constantly Kind of like, yeah, like exercise, like look through different arts, different mediums, just browse the images. Doesn't necessarily have to be something specific, but it will pop up at some point when you see something. Yeah, yeah, for definitely, definitely. Um, so I know that like you're you're doing like fine art work, so you are kind of like creating a lot for yourself. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is like the hardest part of that? Is it just continually being inspired? Mm. No, I don't, personally, I don't see the problem with that. Um, I think the the hardest part for me is balancing and creating, because my work is mostly personal projects. Mm-hmm. So my, my approach is a little bit different. So my end product is not for somebody else, mm-hmm. but my end product is something that I love and I create and then I try to monetize that that and try to find how, where to you know what yeah. to do with it yeah exactly <laughs> Basically. exactly so yeah. I kind of struggle with that yeah um so yeah yeah because you're you're literally just trying to make a living off of being an artist exactly and that's it which is like the world's hardest yeah, thing I to know do. I know yes <laughs> if this was like 300 years ago you probably could have like a patron or something but um, and it's just life work yeah. balance for me is really hard n- right now because I'm I'm very grateful and I'm so happy to be engaged and busy with all these like conferences and speaking mm-hmm. gigs and like collaboration with different brands and different companies. Uh, this is what I always wanted to do. And like looking back five years ago, if somebody told me like 
gonna be speaking for Nika and I'm gonna be like oh my god <laughs> are you kidding me really yeah so I'm very grateful don't get me wrong I'm not complaining but at the same time I shoot maybe like five times a year yeah and I have a problem with that because yeah. I want to do more but I just simply don't have time and uh to make a living I, I have to retouch a mm -hmm. lot mm -hmm. and not just my work so I retouch on the side a lot okay and that takes a lot of time mm-hmm so yeah yeah <laughs> how are you finding your retouching clients are they coming to you I, I work for a company I work okay. for a studio in New York City yeah perfect you, do you get to work from home though no I'm, I'm I mean I've no I have to work from the office even though I'm a freelancer okay but I have to work from the office yeah so then that eats up a lot of time too so then you're like you know yeah I have to commute I have to sit in the in the studio in the office and retouch and then go back home and, and by the end of the day I'm exhausted totally yeah yeah I'm in the same boat right now because I have like my day job doing my e-com photography and yeah, stuff and yeah. it's like you know weekends are for me to like do the stuff that I can't do during the exactly, week exactly but then you get so exhausted or you have stuff like laundry or call yeah. your parents or just spend time with your friends or family and then yeah. like cook <laughs> exactly then, then when when do you get to do your art yeah no I, I'm totally feeling that right now because that's something I'm going through personally where I haven't been shooting very often and I like I'm mad at myself about it but I like I can't figure out how and when to just do it exactly yeah yeah so like I, I'm, I totally get where you're coming from with that it's yeah it's, it's a really my, big it's struggle like, it's, it's a problem uh, mm -hmm. for me personally I I, um, I want to shoot more but let's say like last year I did just one project. Mm -hmm. I'm not counting photographs from like educational, like photo walks and workshops. Right. It's not, I don't count, take that um, because it's a little bit different. It's yeah, like yeah. For, for, for the class, for the students, even though I might end up putting it in, in my portfolio. But yeah, I, sh I shot, like if you take personal work just for me, just something that I love, I shot maybe like two, three times last yeah. year, which is... That's hard. Not good. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. So when you say workshops, so you're teaching workshops for for like classes of students? Um, yes, I do. I haven't done any in last like couple years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but I do, I do. Mm -hmm. um, were you doing uh, just out of curiosity? Were you doing just like private groups, or were you doing um, like where you do the big group sessions where it's you know ten fifteen people? It's and different. You show when studio? I say workshops, I mean like all the educational gigs. Okay. Like tomorrow, I'm teaching a master class here at the oh, conference. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So that is like uh, also I, I consider kind of like a workshop. But but yeah, I I do I do usually a group group of people. Mm -hmm. like, 10 15 people and I, I teach like a group workshop yeah and I usually just show them a process of creating my work like from scratch to the final artwork right so it's shooting set design inspiration yeah working with model right there on set and then editing perfect yeah cool um so you're doing a talk on Thursday and you do a lot of talks now these days don't mm -hmm. you and yeah, like you're always I mean, doing them at PPE yeah. and WPBI and all that yes, stuff yes um are you pitching the ideas to like the shows or are they usually yes usually yeah. they reach out to me or they send me a link where you can submit your talk or class right and yes you you're responsible of getting uh, coming up with the title and okay. a short description and like a program where you're going to talk about yeah that's cool do you like doing those I love it yes yeah. I love it. even though I I'm nervous all the time and I freak out before my, <laughs> my talk all uh, every single time like it's my first time but in the end of the day I'm very happy and I'm 
this is what I love doing. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's exciting. I'm going to try really hard to get to your talk on Thursday because that is the day that I don't have any podcasts to do. Awesome. <laughs> come, come, please. So, 12 o'clock. <laughs> perfect. I'm going to try and make it there. <laughs> so um, since you're creating art for yourself and you're, you know, you're mostly doing stuff, you know, to, for you out of your brain, mm-hmm. is there something that you've kind of like learned about yourself through images that you weren't really sure of maybe before you started doing art? Um, please explain the question. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you noticed, um, like a trend in your photos that, um, or maybe like emotions that you didn't know that you were thinking about that has come out in your photography? Um, maybe not emotions, but I've definitely changed in a 10 years since I started doing photography. I definitely changed my, my worldview have changed. Yeah. I think it influenced my work definitely. Um, for like in the beginning, it was just moody pictures mm-hmm. with girls in it, maybe like some atmospheric and moody photographs. Then I shifted more to props heavy, but it was still just pretty girls in pretty dresses yeah. in pretty mm-hmm. locations. Not just like a real message, just right. Like exactly. Pretty, yeah. I mean, it was still a little kind of like conceptual, yeah. but not really. But in the last couple of years, I I. I I've noticed that I want to do more meaning, meaningful art, mm-hmm. not necessarily like putting a huge message out there, but s- some kind of message. Yeah. yeah. And do you, do you kind of make those messages personal to you or are you trying to like reach like a, a bigger audience when you're, when you're doing that? It, it, I think it's both. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to share my, some like my, my views or my feelings or mm-hmm. something like that. But also I'm thinking about doing more like, like a social message for bigger crowds yeah so that leads me into like this next topic because you're starting a new project um for like social uh climate change awareness and stuff like that i've already did it you've already done it yes it's just not out there yet okay (laughs) perfect so can you tell us a little bit about that of course of course yeah this is what i was going to talk about as well so this is like a perfect example of how i moved to from just taking picture of pretty girls and in, in, in the forest mm-hmm. with pretty dresses whatever makeup um, into something more meaningful uh, so th- this project has been on for like two years already right so from the uh, point where I got this idea that I want to do this project and till now um, so the idea started from when I first visited Iceland and I was so so in love with it that I thought that would be so awesome to do a project like specifically just there because it's so beautiful yeah there's so many unique and amazing just mind-blowing locations so I thought it would be really awesome to do a project there but then it was still like just pretty girls in pretty dresses in, yeah. in beautiful location and then uh, I thought well I don't really have a budget for this project so maybe I should do like a crowdfunding and I, you cannot just ask money from people, hey, just, you know, fund my project. It's just going to be pretty pictures. Yeah. So I thought, what if I can get more attention by ma- making this project more interesting and more appealing to other people? So make it more, like, important, maybe? Mm-hmm. So I thought, what do I care the most about at this moment? And I thought, I care about environment and I care about different issues that are going on about climate change like, like, stuff like that and I also think that Iceland is 
like a perfect perfect place to do such a project mm-hmm. because it it's getting affected really hard right now and it's like all about landscapes and, and nature and everything so i started from um conceptualizing this project thinking about the ideas then i'm going to shoot and concepts and stuff like that so i tried i, I started to working on my kickstarter campaign uh, because it's 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 really hard it takes it took me six months to launch the kickstarter campaign yeah, from yeah. like uh, doing the description and uh, you know all the materials and and photographs and like uh, because you you need to offer something to people not just hey I want to do a project but actually like here's the project here's how it's going to look like here's what I'm going to do and here's what you're going to get in return right. if you're if you do um, how do you call it like, uh, the donations the donation, yeah, donation yeah, okay. right. So uh, it took me a while. Um, so I launched my Kickstarter campaign. It failed. Oh. <laughs> I didn't raise the money. And on Kickstarter, it's all or nothing. So yeah. it's either 100% or you get nothing. Right. So yeah, I got funded like 40, 45%. And I decided not to put my own money into it just to get funded because it didn't make sense yeah. financially. So that was a bummer. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> God. But uh, it was uh, it was an, an experience. It was definitely an interesting experience. I've learned a lot, and I believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy how it turned out because I found sponsors, and I didn't have to work on the um, uh, rewards for right. all the people who yeah. did the donations. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, a little bit less work for you. Uh, it worked out even better. So I, I found some sponsors. Um, I was sponsored by Kramalux company. Yeah. Big thanks. I'm so grateful. Big thanks to them to make this project happen. Um, and this, okay, not this year. It's already last year. Yeah, yeah. 2019. Right. Uh, uh, in May, we went to Iceland. Mm-hmm. Finally, I was able to work on all my concepts, all my props, get everything ready. Pack all my props in one luggage bag. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> in the other bag was all equipment, and another bag was just clothes. And um, yeah, I shot it. I, I got everything shot. We did behind the scenes video. We we shot everything. We spent ten days driving around the country, wow. shooting ten different concepts. Um, yeah, and since then I was editing. So it's it's done. It's edited. I've got the video. We got the highlights video. We got the behind the scenes. That's I awesome. got the, all the speed edits, speed editing videos mm-hmm. for like behind the scenes. Um, so I was actually going to launch the video. So I was going to start from the highlight video okay. of the project. And I was I wanted to uh, release it last week, like before this trip to Las Vegas. But I remember I sat down. And I uploaded the video to YouTube, but before like clicking the button, you know, uh, what is it like submit or launch or whatever, um, I was like, okay, but the project needs a title, right? And the project needs a description, like you know, general description what the project is about. And I remember I was stuck, and I spent two hours just sitting there and trying to come up with a title. And I was like, you know what? No, this is not a good time. I have this conference. I have a workshop. I have mm-hmm. two different talks to get ready for. So I would rather not rush it and concentrate on it after my trip when I get more free time yeah. and just do it after this. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's it's there. It's on my hard drive. It's, yeah. it's done. But it just needs, you know, some. Yeah. 
do you have kind of like a date in mind as to when you're going to let it release um, into the world? No, <laughs> no, but Tuesday, I learned that from the Apple company. Yeah. Did you know that they launch all their new products on Tuesday? No, I didn't know that. Because on weekends, everybody's busy with their weekend stuff yep. and drinking and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. home stuff. On Monday, everybody's discussing what they did on the weekend. Yes. Wednesday is like everybody's already into the week. Thursday and Friday, everybody's like thinking about the weekend, weekend. mode. So Tuesday is actually the perfect day oh. to launch your stuff. So this is like little tip and secret I learned from Apple. So I want to launch it on Tuesday. Maybe I <laughs> Some should change Tuesday. my release date to Tuesdays. <laughs> so and actually like, you, you know, when you go to Instagram, you have the insights. If you have a business or a creative account, yes. you, you can see uh, your insights, your like uh, uh, followers activity. Mm-hmm. And actually Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday are the most uh, active days really? for me, for my account. Oh, cool. So you have like actual mm-hmm. like proof to like back mm-hmm. it up. That's really cool. Oh, nice. Um, so when you're talking about this big project and I'm really, really excited to see it, um, how much money do you actually think you put of yourself in that and like... Because I know you spent like a lot of your time and everything. Did you actually end up having to fund any of it yourself? Um, I didn't do the math yeah. just yet, but I, I don't know. So I got sponsored for like the most of the project for mm-hmm. the bulk of our trip. Um, I, I'm not sure to yeah. be honest. I haven't done. But the you math. had to you had to put some in though. So oh, definitely, I mean, yeah. I put so much time in it. That's also like. Yeah, time, time is, is money, money. <laughs> right? So, but I'm not doing this for money. Definitely no. not. I'm not like, if I can make some money out of it, that would be great. Yeah. But not that's not my initial goal. The yeah. goal is to bring the awareness to, to start the conversation about this crisis. This yeah. is a crisis. So, um, the goal is to uh, get some publicity, some you know, get it out there, yeah. get some promote it, and get some publicity and. Um, Maybe do an exhibition in New York. That would be amazing. That would be amazing, yeah. That would be amazing. So, yeah, I, I don't, like, the goal is, this is my personal project. This is something I'm, I'm really passionate about. It's like your so baby. Exactly. So, I mean, it's not about, it, not everything is about the money. Yeah, so yeah. This is just something that I really care about. And yeah. um, each concept, so I have, I think it's 10 concepts so far. Yeah. So d- ten different images. Oh, I'm and so excited! Each to see it. one is going to represent different issue. Right. So this is going to be. I'm very excited about. Yeah, I um, I know that it'll make probably a big wave in like our community. So I really hope that that like reaches out. And I'm also getting ready for too. for the wave of, of uh, <laughs> hate. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and you know deniers and people who are like are very critical about it and like. How, what have you done to to me? Oh, you took a plane to fly to Iceland. Like, how could you do that? And you know, talk about climate at the same time. Like, I'm yeah. getting ready for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. De- definitely. Oh. Do you have um, any ideas for any like future projects like this in mind, or do you think that you're gonna like take a break from the big ones for a um, while? <laughs> I definitely have some ideas, but right now I'm not really thinking about them. I, I try to work on one problem. Mm-hmm. At, at one time you know yeah. one problem at a time yeah. so uh, I really want to concentrate myself on this project and get it um, out there as much as possible but I, I have a few ideas for like future yeah yeah 
Cool. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I always get excited when you put out new work because it's always so like visually interesting that I, Thank you know, you. It's, Thank it's you. yeah, there's actually a lot of work coming because I've done this collaboration with Nikon and I've created like four, three new images. Oh, yeah. This haven't been released yet because they asked me to wait until they do their article mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I can release it on my social media something else like I have a few projects that are done but I haven't published them yet so you're like obviously a very busy girl and you're like you said you're working retouching and you're doing your personal projects you have all your collaborations with brands and everything that you're doing how are you like staying on top of all your like projects and all your time restraints and no idea I don't (laughs) I'm terrible I think I'm terrible I, I I'm always late I'm always not having time for anything i'm such a procrastination yeah. pro- procrastinator at the same time yeah i don't know i think i'm terrible i, I don't <laughs> think i'm good i'm doing good i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> well we all know that you don't sleep very much <laughs> yeah yeah so that probably doesn't help <laughs> that's probably yeah and i don't have, I don't have personal life my husband hates me <laughs> no, i'm kidding he doesn't but he complains sometimes you like, just stay you, home and just work you and you photographs all the time you don't have a time for me <laughs> no i'm kidding he's he's amazing he's very supportive what does he do? He's a video editor. Oh. He's uh, in uh, post-production. Oh, did he help you with your uh, videos for your project? Of projects? course, of course. That's how we got it. Like, he went there with me. Uh, he was there all the time, helping, assisting, doing the behind-the-scenes video. Mm-hmm. We fight it all the time. That's how he's <laughs> like, I'm never working with you again. Oh, I was just going to ask, how was it working with him? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was not good. Like, we were fighting all the time. Because um, I was bossy and he was critical. <laughs> yeah. Well, he. W- I mean, he probably was trying to help you make sure it was the yeah, best yeah, too. Which yeah. But it was very stressful. So yeah. Good. Well, that's fun though. That's really nice that he would like come with you and help you with that stuff. That's really awesome. So, through like your career and you kind of like you said you you started off doing you know kind of like portraits and you know pictures of pretty girls. Now yes. you're working on your climate change and your more like social messages and stuff. Is there like really anything that you could would go back and tell yourself like your your younger your, your younger self from say like six seven years ago about you know what to expect or anything that you would change if you knew what you knew now um i probably wouldn't change anything like i believe that everything i did led me to where i am now so um but I would say grab your chances and opportunities faster. Like, don't wait and make your mind like, oh, should I do it or not? Just do it. Yeah, yeah. For example, like, I've always wanted to do a YouTube channel, but I've never done it because there's always something. There's always excuse. Like, I don't have yeah. time or um, I don't look good right now or I didn't dye my hair or maybe, like, my English is not good enough or something <laughs> like that. There's always something. And now I just simply don't have time. Yeah. So I would say, like... Don't wait and just do what you think you should do. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other advice for someone that would be, like, wanting to start out into kind of, like, the fine art conceptual photography career? Um, Be prepared. It's hard. Yeah. It's competitive. It's very hard. But if this is something that you really love, that you're passionate about, and you believe this is something that you want to do no matter what, if the money struggles and it doesn't, like stop you just do it no matter what anybody says like when I was starting out really nobody really took me seriously nobody really believed me like for my friends it was just another hobby Mm -hmm. for my parents it was just another waste of time and money Um, but I just did like for for friends photographers 
and like people from the industry. I was just another girl with a camera, like oh, what, she, what she what yeah. what she can do, you know? Yeah. Like, like that kind of attitude. Yeah. But I proved everybody that they're wrong, mm-hmm. and just because I believe that I want to do this and just keep, I just kept doing it no matter what. I it it's not always rainbows and sunshines. I I've had my doubts, I had my ups and downs, but. And I see a lot of people, a lot of so talented people who did incredible work and who created incredible art, but for some reason they stopped mm-hmm. and now they're, I don't know where they are. Yeah. They've just kind of fallen off the map. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever their reasons, but I don't know. They're just not out there anymore. Yeah. Um, I think you've been really fortunate too, because like, like you said, you haven't been shooting as much new work but the work that you have shot has like it really circulates around the internet a lot and like it's always really visible oh that's that's good yeah (laughs) because i don't see it (laughs) (laughs) no i see it all the time being shared and i mean it's really nice that you're able to do like the brand collaborations and stuff because that like it really helps right um what do you think would be in your mind what is the hardest part about being a fine art photographer or just being a photographer like or female in the photography world I don't see well personally I don't see any struggles of me being a female Mm -hmm. maybe I'm just lucky maybe I'm just in the right place Uh, maybe it's just New York that you know very very open-minded and I don't really see any problems with that um being a female but um being a photographer and i've never advocated like i I know i remember some people ask me like oh you shoot only women is it because you know you know you want to bring some message out there like about feminism or something like that yeah not really like i don't advocate for some just one specific group Mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. advocate for creatives okay no matter what their sex gender age whatever yeah i advocate advocate for creativity and uh, just being just do whatever you love, whatever you're passionate about. Um, I guess the most struggle for me is um, um, the business part of it because I'm an artist and I'm really terrible in marketing and like especially like promoting my work and like shoving my work into people's faces yeah. like look at this you know what I mean um, I mean I, I exaggerate a bit <laughs> I, I have this I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sh- a shy person I guess I cannot just come up to a person and, and say like hey would you like to see my work yeah. I, 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 I don't know I feel I feel awkward about it but I have this friend who's amazing and I'm so grateful for him because he, he kind of like my manager when, whenever we go to any kind of like conference or event or whatever and I'm being like all shy instead and <laughs> in, a, in a corner, you know, being awkward. And he would come up to people with me and like pull out his phone and um, open my Instagram account and say Aww. like, look at this. She's amazing. Isn't she? Like, I'm like, I'm Aww, standing there so all, all red. <laughs> um, but I'm so grateful. But yeah, that's um, really cute. <laughs> this is what I struggle about, like promoting. My yeah. That, that um, answer has come up so many times when I've talked to other people too because, again, like we are all artists. This is what we want to do. We want to create yeah, right. art. Right. We're not salespeople. We're not 
yeah. marketer as well, businessman. Right? Yeah, and yeah. if we were all you know innately good at that, and that was our true calling in life, that's probably what we would be doing. Right, right. That's why they have like agents and stuff. So. Yeah. Do you have an agent, or do you have any interest in having no, one? No, I maybe. I don't really know how it works out,、mm-hmm. how it works, but I, I don't mind. I probably I don't have an agent, but、um, I would. Think about as an option. Yeah. Well, especially if you ever got into more like I guess commercial work, it would be really、mm-hmm. handy for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.、Um, or like I don't know, maybe if you, maybe not so much like an agent, but almost like someone that could just like a manager that would right, help right, you get、right. your name in front. But again, of like、people. I'm so terrible at this. Like, how do you how do you find these people? I, I have no idea. <laughs> Me neither. If anyone knows, you can send her a message. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I struggle with galleries because like I have my work, I can print it out, but like. I cannot just show up in the gallery, like, gallery、yeah. and with my prints and say like, "Hey, here's me. I'm Anya. This is my work."、Yeah. It's not how it works. No, exactly. So you need to li- really like. It's all about connections, I think. Like my experience taught me that it's all about connections, meeting the right people at the right moment. Yeah. So, you you can be not the most talented person out there. You just need a solid portfolio, good portfolio. But it's all about. Meeting people, right people at the right time. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yes, for is sure. that? Do you think that's part of the reason why you come to all the shows? Is、It's、that you、yes, can meet people? Yes, definitely. Of、mm-hmm. course. Yeah, this、mm-hmm. is actually how my whole、uh, speaking career started. Really? Yeah, I I came to Photo Plus for the first time a few years ago. I don't remember, like four years ago, I think. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anybody. I was just there, like. Walking through the crowd, being like socially awkward, having like social anxiety, <laughs> and I was just about to leave because I didn't know anyone. I,、yeah. I cannot just come up to a person and start a conversation. This is not just, not just not me. Yeah.、Uh, so I eventually met this guy who we became friends later, and he just、uh, very you know he knows everybody. He's very open. He was just he just. Come up to me because I looked interesting. I have blue hair. He was like, "Oh, she's probably cool. I need to meet her."、Um, and he introduced me to everybody.、So、yeah, that's great. It's, it's all about like sometimes people me ask me like, "How did you end up getting sponsorship or like working with a brand?" There's no there's no formula. You just need to meet this person. Then this person introduces you to that person, and that person like shows you to another person, and this leads to one、yes. thing to another, and then you end up. You you never know. Like I have no idea. Like you you never know where you can end up. Yeah, yeah. I I had no idea that some things would work out. Like, yeah. Well, like prime example. Like I never would have started this podcast if I. Had never been to a show, right? Because like I only know so many local people, but when I come here, I have the chance to talk to like you and Renee Robin and like Brett Stanley, who lives in like LA. And like when I was in PPE, I did, you know, like Kelly and Olga and like all these people that I just I don't have around me at exactly at any exactly. moment. Like putting your work just on your social media on the internet is is not enough. No, because、uh, people who Follow you and like you are probably just other f- photographers, but people who are actually work in the industry, like managers、yes. and and、uh, marketers, and yeah, or even they're like not there, brands, right? They're、like、not if, there.、Yeah. They're they're here at the conferences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you can go just to the booths and start a conversation. Yeah, and, yeah. And like maybe they're just an employee that you're talking to, but maybe it's someone higher up. Yeah, just no idea. Y- 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 my my advice: if you're just starting out, maybe print out a little book. Like portfolio,、mm-hmm. don't just show. Or maybe like bring a tablet or、yeah. whatever that you can show your work, and then maybe you know like 
Come on, be a little awkward. That's okay. Start a conversation. They're, they're, they are there to talk to you because you're a potential customer. But then you can start a conversation and one thing leads to another. And you're like, hey, did you know that I'm a photographer? Would you yeah. like to see my work? Don't, don't be pushy, you know? But yeah. just be polite. Be respectful to their time and maybe like... Uh, you know what, would you like to see my work? And usually they, they say, of course. Yeah. And if they like it, they might get back to you. Yeah. You never know. I've also been part of um, a few like Instagram portfolio parties where everyone just pulls their Instagram up mm -hmm. and you just pass everyone's phone yeah, around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are always fun. Um, do you... Hmm, what question do I want to ask you here? Well, first of all, I really need to know, is blue your favorite color? <laughs> yes. It is, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> is it that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> when did you, like, this is, like, not even related to anything we're talking about, but when did you start doing your hair blue? Um, okay, my hair was many different colors. Uh, I started doing blue, I think, like, five years ago, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before that, it was turquoise, it was pink, it was pink and turquoise, <laughs> it was blonde for many years. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I have a couple more questions. Just a couple, couple left. So I would like to know if what you think in your mind is the biggest moment of your career that you've had so far, and also um, like the worst moment or like the worst mistake that you would want to share. Hmm. The biggest moment. Um. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Um, maybe Adobe Max. Mm -hmm. So I went to Adobe Max and I was a speaker last yeah, year. Yeah, very cool. I think it was pretty huge. So yeah. I think maybe that is yeah. the biggest. Definitely. I think that's a good one. Mm -hmm. So then what do you think would be like on the opposite scale? What do you think the, is the like worst your worst? Moment? Yeah. Mm. I don't really have really bad embarrassing moments. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, I'm trying to think of something, but it's just—I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes it's just sometimes when I teach or do talks or presentation, they don't go as good as I think. Right. But maybe it's just me because I've never had like issues of people telling me, "Oh, you didn't do good." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, know? you just kind of get in your own head about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you don't have a crazy <laughs> bad story. Cause maybe I just don't. I just can't think about <laughs> yeah. one. But maybe I do have. Yeah. So what is something you're looking forward to in the next little while? Because I know we already talked about releasing your climate mm -hmm. change project. Yes. Um, do you have anything else coming up that you want to talk about or share or like have us look forward to? No, not really. So this is the biggest one that I'm uh, uh, thinking about right now. So this is the project and um, hopefully I will be able to do like an exhibition or something in New York City. Yeah. Um, what else? No, not really. Okay, perfect. I wanted to make sure that you didn't have any other secret projects <laughs> no, that we could no, get out no, of no, you. No, no. <laughs> no. Perfect. So my last kind of question then is like the one that I ask everyone mm -hmm. and you heard me ask mm -hmm. Renee it. If I gave you $10 million and I just slid it across the table and was like, here you go, go have fun, do whatever you want with it, would you still do what you're doing now or would you switch gears completely? Would you, I don't know, quit photography? Would you move somewhere else? Like, what would you do? I would definitely do the same thing as I'm doing right now. I would be maybe less worried about the money and I would mm -hmm. definitely like quit my retouching job. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> and just do my my art yeah uh, definitely i would continue doing this and i would continue speaking and presenting yeah. and uh, working with brands 
um, just travel more for more shoots. Yeah, maybe just travel more. Yeah, to more cool location and cool people. Yeah, that are all, all over the world. Um, yeah. yeah, I would not change anything completely. Perfect. I love that. Uh, what is all of your social media handles? Where can we see your work? Uh, Facebook is Anya Anti Art, like one word. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram is Anya underscore Anti underscore Art. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my website Anya dash Anti dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't have a Twitter. Perfect. Never had a Twitter. I don't know what's the buzz about the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't. I have it, but I don't use it. So you know, whatever. Yeah, I think I registered, <laughs> but I, I don't use it either. Awesome. All right. So um, I need a snack. I don't know about you. But let's go do that. Let's and go um, let's go find some of our friends that are wandering around because this hallway is also getting pretty loud. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, but it was so much fun. Thank you for having me. No, I always enjoy you. talking. Oh, yeah, sure. I, was, I always enjoy talking to uh, interesting people. Yeah, and I love that now that I've met you a couple times in person, we can actually like sit down and chat yeah, like this. Know, and yes. it's like not awkward because I'm like, I feel like we're friends yes, now. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.